0: I think you need to know this at some level to understand business on a whole, right? So you don't get caught up in a lot of this stuff. And there's a way more information. Like you get into the stock market and learning about that or you know, you're trying to sell your company or people are selling companies and you hear like, oh, that guy just sold his company for, for X, Y, Z. How did they sell for that much? And it comes down to the multiple, right? I spent the last 17 years building my eight figure performance business without using any of my own money, working with some of the most brilliant direct response marketers in the world today. Now I'm looking for entrepreneurs to join my affiliate army built on ethics, transparency, and good old hard work. Join me to change the perception of how people view the greatest business in the world, affiliate marketing, and follow along as I learn. Apply and share performance marketing strategies working with some of the brightest people on the planet. My name is Eric Beer and welcome to the Performance Marketer Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the channel. Every day here we talk about lead gen, media arbitrage, performance marketing. My name is Eric and welcome. Let's do it, baby. Every day we talk about all kinds of stuff. I'm a performance marketer all around measuring results, right? We don't do anything without knowing if there's any reaction to what we do, right? Like we don't get paid unless we drive a result. We measure everything. CPA, CPLs, right? And that's the way we like it, right? It's the right way to roll, right? It gives you the biggest upside. Well, the thing is here... What I want to talk about today is something I was talking about with somebody earlier who didn't know how companies were valued and what the valuable asset is in your company. And I was kind of surprised about it. And I thought to myself, wait a second, maybe more people don't know. And if they don't, maybe we should talk about it. So today we're going to talk about how to value your company, what your company's worth, and how to figure out if a market is right for you based off of values of companies in the marketplace and what's available to you that you can look for to determine that. So stick around, we're gonna get into it right now. Here's here's the deal, right? We all know that the most valuable thing is your customer list, right? We all talk about it, right? You ever hear um, the money's in the follow-up, people will say, right? So when you generate leads or sales, Following up afterwards with these people is the most important thing so that you can monetize them, make money, and scale your business, right? A lot of people make that mistake where they do not do that or even do it enough, right? Um, The timing of when you reach out to your leads is so important. I will tell you, it's proven, okay, take it from me, from, from experience, that the longer you wait to communicate with the person that signed up, the less chance you have in converting a sale, short term, right? You might be nurturing the person. And in that case, if you wanna do some sort of nurture where they buy a book and they have to read your book or they're subscribing to your YouTube channel or a podcast, so over time, maybe you'll be able to get them, right? But if you're looking to make moves and and monetize the, the, the first visit, yeah, then you got to you gotta follow up. You got to communicate with them immediately, right? I, when we used to do things in the past, like there were different programs we'd run. We would trigger an autoresponder. An autoresponder means like the, the, the lead comes in and in real time, it's already set up to send an email. One-to-one ratio. And the difference between doing it in real time and doing it within two minutes was a massive, massive difference. Like serious numbers from... If you think about it, like if you did it in real time, you might have made 750 grand for the month. If you did it after two minutes, you might make $375,000 for the month. So like two minutes, huge difference. And what's happening is like people are online, right? They're signing up for things and you want to catch them right when they're there. So if you're in a business that's looking to communicate and sell somebody, you want to get to those leads and work those leads as fast as possible. And your numbers will go up if you do that. If you're somebody that's waiting till talk to them the next day, they may not even remember that they signed up for your offer. Okay, so we know that that whole thing with the list is is valuable, right? That's the asset. Well, when when people are looking to purchase your company, right? If you're selling your company, what are they buying, right? If you buy something, you're hoping that it's going to be worth more later, right? If someone sells their company. They don't sell their company to somebody who's like, all right, I'll give you whatever this is worth, unless the person that's buying it thinks that they can either take that company and scale it to make it more valuable, or maybe it's it's, it's something else from like a distressed company or things of that nature, but selling off the assets, blah, blah, whatever, or it's a talk-in, you know? So like, other than if anything's bad, right, a talk-in would be... Um, there's a company that's already existing. They go and purchase another company, and that company now fills a void within the, the parent company, right? To make it a bigger, bigger, bigger company. The revenue comes over to this side, so it, it scales that business, right? So there's really ultimately two ways that they'll do that. And the reasons why is because they think it's valuable. But the thing is, is that how do you know how much it's worth, right? Well, I don't know. So if anybody's familiar, like with comps, what they'll do is they'll try to look in the marketplace to see what other similar companies sold and at what comp did they sell at? What multiple? Meaning like if you had a company in, let's say the digital space that generates leads and and you sold, let's say for $100 million, Right? Well, you would look at what were they doing from a revenue perspective. And the question is were they doing it on the net margin or the top line? If anybody doesn't know what that means, right, like top line. Top line is is the is the gross revenue. And then there's the net margin revenue, which is your your profits right so you know if, if there's a company here that's doing 50 million top line and their profit is 20 million right if they sell for 100 million dollars i at least i would <laughs> i would do it off the net if i'm buying a company right so if you look at it off the net because i don't really care what that number looks like some companies care like if uh it's like you're going to go public you have to be a certain number or if you you want to do certain things there are times where companies want to pad their top line revenue to show the the size of that company to make it worth someone's while right that happens but in my scenario <laughs> if i were to do that I, i'd be looking at this this number is the most important number to me and you know, if you look in the marketplace, if this company did that at 20 million, the multiple, right, you would just take 20 million and divide it by 100 million equals 5X, right? So what they would say is it's selling at five times. So that doesn't mean necessarily your company is going to do that. But if, you're, if you find a company that's similar to yours, right, and now you're looking, you're starting to get an idea of what people are willing to pay for the business, right? So you can look at things like this to figure this out. Now, what that means is these people think in this scenario that they're gonna be able to take this business and scale it, right? Ultimately, right here, they're just getting paid five years in advance. Someone's selling their company and saying, give me what I made here this month, five years, for five years is the way I I think about it, right? So five times. So they're gonna get 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, Boom, that's 100, it's gone. Well, the company that takes it over in hypothetical terms, let's say that they scale the business and let's just go in the next five years, right? In year one, they do 30 million. In year two, they do 45 million. In year three, they do 50 million. Okay, so right here, 30, 75, 125 so In three years, they're gonna be profitable is the way they look at it Right because they're thinking that they're gonna scale business. that's the bet they're taking right if, if the guy over here that sells this for hundred Now all of a sudden is able to do this Maybe it was a bad deal Right, maybe it was a bad deal for him because now this company's worth 50 million dollars Right. No, sorry. It's not worth 50 million dollars. It's doing 50 million dollars in net margin, Right? If we looked at it and just kept the same multiple right here, this value is $250 million. So the person that bought this, right, want, they paid $100 million for it when they were doing $20 million. They did a good job. They built up the business to get to $125 million in three years. So now they're $25 million in the positive. And if they wanted to sell this company tomorrow at 5x multiple, they're getting another $250 million. So this business paid back for what they paid for it. And now anything they sell it for at that point is a profit. It's amazing, right? Well, I mean, listen, this could have been a guy that just wanted to get out of the business. He may have been in the business for 10 years and just wanted to take his money and go to the next level, do something else with his life. You know, if you're doing something for 20 years and you want to get rid of it and, and take like a buyout. I mean, listen, the guy, the guy got $100 million. Right. And if he doesn't have the passion to stay in, even if this is going to grow, it's not worth it. Right. You got a passion for what you do. If he if he, he could he could sell it and stay with the company and have upside. Right. So he could take some risk off the table. So this is important for people to understand on what the value of the companies are, because there's other ways for you to figure this out. Right. One of the ways is if you're deciding to go into a market with a new business, right? Let's pretend like you are going into a market with a new business. You never want to go and do something unless you know that there is a market people buying like buyers and sellers. There's a market, right? It's an exchange. So, you know, one of the cool things that you could do is you can go and look on the stock market, right? The stock market is a place where people buy and sell. And the beauty is there's these public companies and they have to report all of their earnings to the public, to the shareholders. So you can go at any time and open up a 10Q, right? And what they do is they report quarterly. Uh, So there's four times out of the year that they're going to report how they're doing, what their business is doing, what the numbers look like. They can't lie right? It's a public company. It's owned by the public. And, you know, there's benefits for being public, right? The people that do it, they, they, they do very well, right? You can get very wealthy doing this, but there's things that come with it. You have to answer to the public. And in this scenario, right, like you could look to see what other companies are valued at and what the multiples are by doing a very simple thing. And I'm going to show you. Okay, so that if you're ever looking to be in a market and you want to try to get an idea of what that looks like, right? Here's what you do. You, let's do blue now, all right? Stock market. Let's say in the stock market, you have a stock that's trading. Let's call it uh, XZA. Okay, let's say XZA is a public company and they're somebody that's in a market that you want to be involved in. Let's say they're, you know, uh, their pet supplies. So let's say they're they're selling certain pet supplies that you wanna get involved in. You wanna maybe, you know, obviously you're gonna create a target niche so that you can compete against these big players, right? We always talk about like when you're when you're doing your surveys, we're identifying which segment they belong in, right? There's a market. We talk about a market, right, a stock market. Like the market of whatever, the market for pet supplies is X. We want to know how big that is. If it's $2 billion and there's, there's money to be had, right? If it's, you know, $2 million and it's a small market, you don't want to go into it, right? It, there's, no, there's nothing there. It's like trying to sell uh, to like a town of 50 versus a town of, you know, 10,000. You have the best thing, but there's no market for it. So we're, you're trying to figure out if there's market for a certain category. You can do it with public companies by finding the pet supply company. And ultimately, what, you, what you're looking at is what is the price per earnings, right? You want to see what the valuation is of that company. And you can figure it that out with them. It's called the market cap by looking at their PE, which is price per earnings ratio. And it ultimately will tell you it'll have a number, right? Like, let's say it'll be five. Remember we talked about a multiple? What this is saying is if this company is making X and the stock is trading at Y, then the ratio is five, right? The market cap is the value of what the stock is trading at, right? What the value of the stock is, Right, and you can compare that to what they're actually making. Does that make sense? Right? Okay. So let me show you. Just no, I don't want to go too far into like this whole thing. I want to use the other the company. So 100 million. Let's say okay. Let's say the 100 million. Let's pretend like that's what the value is. That's the market cap. What now is happening is they have some shares, right? Then. I'm going to say there's a hundred million just to make it super simple. There's a few more zeros in that, right? But you get it. I put the amendments, right? So on the hundred million, if there is a hundred million now shares, the stock would be trading at a dollar. Does that make sense? So you would take this, divide it by that. If there was 50 million shares, the stock would be trading at $2, right? So... The market cap divided by the shares so it's pretty simple right now what this number means is it's showing you what the multiple is of what it's trading at versus what the value of the company is okay meaning like you could be trading the market cap is at 100 million but they're only making you know 5 million a year they're losing money you Ever hear? when well, you ever hear like companies lose money you guys remember like the bubble Right if, if there was the internet bubble back in like the 1995 to 2000 They called it the bubble right the popped and the reason why it was a bubble was because There were all these people that were buying all these companies that did not make a dollar but the thing is is the way this works and why I was trying to explain to you earlier when people buy companies earlier they buy because they think that they can make more money with it later. That's the same thing with a stock market, right? A stock is trading at X, Y, Z, right? If a stock's trading at two bucks, well, that's great and dandy. But the only reason you would buy this stock at two bucks is because you think it's going to go to two fifty dollars or $3 or $4, right? So to figure out if that's going to be possible, right, you can look at what's the market cap? What's it trading at? What, what's it trading at versus the other companies in the same pet supply vertical right if they were at a 5x and then you you find another company let's say you know company 2 company public number 2 and let's say that their PE ratio equals 50x if all the companies are trading at 5x and this one's trading at 50x you're going to look and see why right if You can't figure it out and you can't see why that would be trading so high, meaning the value of the company, right? Let's say this company here, let's say they were making, you know, $5 million a year, just easy numbers, right? So here, let's say this company's also making $5 million, but these guys are trading 10 times more than this company. So if you took that, Let's say if everything else was the same, let's say all of the shares, let's say let's say they have a, a, a okay, let's say they have 50 million shares. 10 times that would mean that the stock is trading at $20, right? So, you know, sometimes people overpay, sometimes people underpay, and they'll 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 buy because it's all about what is in the future for them, right? So when you're thinking about if you're going to sell your company, you're thinking about how the market looks what are the comps against companies that are similar to yours what's the multiple right if it's if it's not a public company if it's private you may not know those numbers right you can you can talk you can you know network and 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 ask around you know and sometimes sometimes it, they'll, they'll they'll announce it and other times they won't you know you try to figure out like what that number looks like so that then you can now play and try, try to make some case whoever's going to buy it, that your company's worth XYZ, right? So if, if this company over here is trading at 50X, well, either something's going on here. Either, either this company is trading below the comps or this company is way too inflated. It's, it's, it's not worth 20 bucks, right? Well, that's the thing, right? So if this company is worth $2 a share... And this company's worth twenty dollars a share. Well, that's where like the, the whole like traders and Wall Street and hedge funds come into play, right? They would look at this and say, if they identified that this is trading way too high, they would short that, right? Because they're saying, all right, it's trading at fifty x. I did research on this company. This company's going to lose money next quarter. It's not working. Whatever whatever people think is going to happen is not going to happen. This thing's gonna, this thing's worth a dollar to two dollars, right? Well, they would short it, meaning they want it to go down. And if it was the opposite, right, and they saw that this was at 50x and this is trading at 5x and they see that there's potential here and this is legit, someone would be like, all right, you know, I can see this going another 10x because this is trading here. It's a very similar business, right? So you could look at it and say it's two bucks. So I could predict that it may be $20 within a period of time. Right? It's the same thing with what we do with cryptos. You look at the market cap. You want to see how much is it worth. It doesn't matter what the share price is. People get caught up in that and they get confused. And it's really really important that you do not get caught up with what the share price is. It's very different for each company, for each cryptocurrency because at the end of the day, it comes down to What that is times how many shares are outstanding, or how many coins for a cryptocurrency is outstanding. Does that make sense? So that's why you want to look at the market cap to see where you think something could go. They talk about Bitcoin going to, you know, 100. Well, that's possible, right? If you go and you look at what the outstanding coins are, uh, I mean, I don't don't know the exact number, right? I mean, I could look. So Bitcoin over here, so the market cap is 800 million, 800 billion, sorry, and the circulating supply is 18, 955. so what they're doing is right here, they're taking that number, hey buddy, they're taking that number and they're dividing it by the 18,955 coins that are circulating in the marketplace, and that's how you get to the $42 per price, right, and it all comes down to, but so... If you guys look at this, right, if this were to go to $100, okay, if Bitcoin to go to $100 and if it's at $800 billion, that, let's, let's say $84,000 because it's $42,000, make it super simple, right? This would go from forty two dollars to $84,000 for Bitcoin. That means that their market cap would be worth $1.6 trillion right so like at the same time there could be something else that could be trading right at nine cents or a dollar or whatever and it's still the exact same thing don't get caught up you see some here like if you look um right xrp my baby it's at 36 billion dollars in market cap and it's trading at 77 cents versus if you look here and you look at like uh a uh, uh, avalanche right this is 20 billion in market cap but trades at $83 right so it's not about the that price don't get caught up in the price it's all about how many are extending and then what is it trading at and that's where you see what the what the company's worth what the coin is worth and i just wanted to go over that cuz i was talking to people about this and uh, i just thought it was interesting Because there's a lot you can learn from these public companies. If you just open up a 10Q, you can learn about what they're doing, what they're they're projecting, what's going on in their business, that can help you, right? It can help you with what market you want to get into. It can help you with how they're doing it. It can help you with what the value of a customer is, right? I went and looked at one of them. uh, I looked at one company that uh, was close to what I'm looking to do. And I think they had like 400,000 customers that quarter. And they were an average price of $450 per customer. So it's like, okay, well, how much did they make? Uh, You don't even need to look anymore. You just have to take how many customers times what the value per customer is. And that's, that's the revenue, right? And when you see that, you're like, whoa, man, okay, there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of people interested in this. That's cool, right? A lot of people interested in surveys, all right? And then I look at the market cap of a company like that, and it's, a you know, a billion dollars, two billion dollars. Well, guess what? That's a big market for me, all right? And I don't need to be getting all of them. I can get a very small piece of that and have a nice, successful business, all right? I mean, look at it, you know. There's room for everybody. You can do this totally. And you can sell your company if you want to sell your company, but I think it's important for you guys to try to get an understanding of like how that works. When they when when someone says uh what multiple, that's just what they're what they're saying the company could be worth versus what they're making, right? Price per earnings is more on the stock market side, but like if you're selling your company, right? Which I hope you do one day if you want to, if that's what your goals are, then you should be well-versed in, in this and really understand the marketplace. But um, yeah, I hope this was helpful. I think you need to know this at some level to understand business on a whole, right? So you don't get caught up in a lot of this stuff. And there's a way more information. Like you get into the stock market and learning about that or you know, you're trying to sell your company or people are selling companies and you hear like, oh, that guy just sold his company for, for XYZ, right? Like what we're talking about here, it's like, oh my God, like, it's crazy. Uh, how did they sell for that much? And it comes down to the multiple, right? Like software, things that are recurring. So when you say like your asset, right? There's a big, like there's a, like, think about it if you were investing in something, right? Would you want to invest in a company that has predicted revenue or do you want to invest in a company that has these spikes up and spikes down, right? It's very risky. You don't want to do that. So people are looking for, companies that have predictable revenue that they can forecast over a period of time that's sustainable versus the the companies that jump up and down right that's why they love the software companies with people that are on these recurring monthly revenue models they're paying monthly right because you can now project but in those companies you don't want to see a spike you just want to see a nice trend up i'll tell you there was an interesting at one point i was working with a company. It was in the influencer space. He, he created this 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 like search tool for influencers that people can go in and, and use. And it was a a revenue model where it was people paying monthly on a on a recurring month to month, or or, or they paid up front for a year. But he had investors. He had uh, I want to say like he did two or three rounds, maybe like twenty million, then another forty million. And you know when you start getting into that world of, of taking money from people each time you do that you're giving up a piece of your company they value the company right it's not how much you're making it's what the value is it's if you were to sell it right so it's multiple like if we wanted to raise money right if we were making 20 million and we valued the company at a hundred million right well how much money you asking for and then that's the percentage that a company would get right so like if you value your company at 100 million and you want to get 50 million dollars well then you're going to give up 50 percent of the company based on the valuation that you just gave them and what was interesting was i when we were talking about different things there was one possibility where i could have increased his revenue doing something else that had nothing to do with his current model of people paying on a monthly basis And it could have been a real number. And he's like, you can do it, but keep all the revenue. I don't want it. He's like, my investors don't want to see that. They want to see a steady trend of revenue, right? So like, if that's how their business is, right? It's like 10 million, 20 million, 40 million, 60 million versus if it was like this, let's say they killed it one month doing something different, but then it came back down had a band month right they don't want to see that the they like you they don't want to invest in these types of companies because there's a lot of risk involved and when you're investing with other people's money that's just that's something they're not going to do so there's a lot of things when they're doing something if you're going to sell your company that you got to look into where the person that's buying it is getting something that they're going to be able to use for for later on so that's why I like um, recurring models with assets of customer lists is really valuable right so guys Hope that was was helpful. That's it. Hopefully you sell your company one day. And when you do, let's go, uh, let's go grab a bite to eat. Uh, with that said, guys, I'm going. I'm going to hang out with my family. <laughs> Have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Be well. Good luck. I'm rooting for you. Would you like to learn how I built my business using other people's money? If so, then go join my 21-day challenge at performancemarketerssecrets.com. I look forward to meeting you and welcoming you into my family. And remember, results don't lie but the people who don't have any do. Thanks for listening.